What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Blinking Nintendo Gaming Podcast. My name is VJ, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about collecting at retro game stores, thrift stores, and pawn shops. Super fun places to go to improve your collection. You know, I don't know about most people, but I'm a lazy son of a bitch who relishes in the luxury of online shopping. It's convenient, comfortable, carefree, and during the height of COVID was a necessary necessity for a lot of us. But as a gamer slash collector, as much as I love the simplicity of online shopping, if you want to better round out your collection, and again, do it while what? Maximizing your dollars, then you're going to want to check out retro game stores, thrift stores, and pawn shops. So here are some things I've learned about shopping at these various stores and shops over the years. So first, we'll start with retro game stores. Now, I just want to preface my comments by saying that no, GameStop is not a retro game store. I'm talking about local mom and pop game stores, small regional chains, and used bookstores that sell used games like Half Price Books and Book Nook. I love these places because they just aren't as corporate as GameStop. They don't push pre-orders or membership cards. You don't get harassed constantly by employees hitting you with a bunch of annoying questions. It's super calm, it's super chill, and it's awesome to be surrounded by so many different games from so many different generations. Uh, you just get a cool sense of nostalgia anytime you you know walk into a retro game store. So yes, retro game stores are fucking great, but you have to be aware of a few things before you can let the game collecting madness begin. So while not near as corporate as GameStop is, you know, retro game stores are still businesses that need to make money and profit to sustain. And they're wise to that fact, of course. Um, and they know that one of, if not the biggest reason people shop at game stores is because the game is right in front of you. You know, you can see exactly what condition it's in with your own two eyes. You, know, you don't have to wait for shipping, for it to be delivered. You don't have to track it a hundred times a day waiting for it to come to your house. Trust me, we all do it. You know, so because of that, some stores tend to overprice their games. Uh, I mean, for the most part, they aren't too egregious, but sometimes you see GTA Vice City going for like $20, $25, and it makes you question the meaning of life. You're like, what the hell? So, so how do you know if the retro game store you're going into is overpriced? Well, you need to know the price of a couple of common games that stay at a consistent price. And ones that you come across at most game stores. So the ones I use, my go-to games are normally Final Fantasy X and X2 on the PS2. And like a game like Gears of War on 360 or like Halo 3. You know, each of these games should go for no more than five bucks. Um, so if you see them for like 10, 15, or heaven forbid, $20, you know you're in the wrong place. Um, so as far as shopping at a retro game store, that's the best piece of advice that I can give. You know what I mean? Just be aware of the prices because sometimes you go in there and you're not sure what you're going to find. So if you go in there and you find your target games from the get-go, you're kind of going to get the temperature of how expensive or inexpensive that retro game store is going to be. All right, so next up is thrift store collecting. I'm a massive fan of thrift stores. You know, I, my mom is extremely frugal, as I mentioned in the Wii Story episode. So thrifting was something she did and still does very, very often. And so growing up, we really had no choice but to accompany her to these thrift stores. And by doing that, 
I just fell in love with thrifting. So, you know, other than buying pants and jeans, yes, I'm bougie. I got to rock my super skinnies. You know, other than buying pants and jeans at a nice store online, I pretty much buy the rest of my clothes at thrift stores or secondhand stores online. So I love thrifting. Uh, and what's so great about thrifting is the mystery. You don't know what you're going to find at all. And honestly, for the most part, you're probably going to strike out when it comes to looking for video games. But what keeps you coming back is rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling across that rare find. For me, I went to a Salvation Army thrift store a couple of years ago, and they had like a bunch of complete PS2 games in the gaming section. They had Jack and Daxter, a bunch, I think the whole trilogy, uh, some Ratchet and Clank games. But the real tr catch, the true treasure, was Dot Hack Infection and Dot Hack Mutation. And while those two games aren't at the level of rarity of Dot Hack Outbreak or the even rarer, more rare, rarer, more rare, whatever, Dot Hack Quarantine, getting these games for $3 a piece was fucking awesome. So needless to say, I checked that place like every week for two months, like legit, looking for another score. I literally went there every weekend and never bought another game from there again because they never had anything good like they never had anything good again like the, i think the only thing i almost got they had like a couple of gamecube games but they were like like spongebob like battle for bikini bottom and shit you know not exactly mario party 4 so to speak but yeah never went and bought another game there again because they never had anything good um but that one solid score of getting those ps2 games getting those two dot hack games you know, that was good enough for me to get in there every fucking week and see what else they had. And that's kind of part of the allure of thrifting is, is that, you know, going back and seeing what they have. Uh, and hopefully you stumble upon, you know, something good. You never know. But, yeah, there are only two bits of advice I'll give when it comes to video game thrifting. You know, shopping at a thrift store. The first would be knowing the price structure of the store. You know, some stores price things differently. They, they're based on brand, based on condition, based on the appeal of the item. Um, some stores price everything at a flat rate. So Goodwill is an example of a store that uses the flat rate structure. So for video games, everything costs five bucks. Every game is five dollars, which is great when you come across Fallout New Vegas or Mario Kart DS. But more often than not, what you're going to see at these thrift stores are like NBA 2K9 or Madden 07, or Madden 08, and those definitely aren't worth $5, so, so personally, I fucking love Goodwill for buying clothes, they're great, not the biggest fan of buying their games there, just because, again, they're flat rate prices, and for the majority of the games they have there, they're shitty old sports games that are not worth $5, they're barely worth four quarters, I mean, the second little nugget of advice may sound like common sense, but lest we forget, common sense isn't very common so drumroll please always check the case and check for the game before you buy it now thrift stores are notorious for having empty cases or the wrong game in those cases altogether i'm fortunate i never got fucked in this situation and even using the term fucked is a tad bit extreme when referring to a five dollar game but i've almost got got and if it wasn't for the cashier checking for me before I actually checked out and you know, opening the games and shit like that, opening the cases, I would have got God. So please, guys, check on your discs, all right? You always want to make sure that the game that you're supposed to buy 
is in there when you go to check out and buy it. So lastly, let's talk about good old pawn shopping. I love a good pawn shop. I fucking love a good pawn shop. And the main reason why is because you can barter, haggle, negotiate, make a deal, whatever you want to call it over there. And as you see, I'm a podcaster, which requires me being a talker. So I'm a natural talker. Thus, bartering, haggling, negotiating, and making deals is in my repertoire. It's on my business card. It's what I do. So the best thing about shopping at a pawn shop is when the person working behind the counter doesn't know shit about games. Then you can give them the good old okey-doke and get one over on them. Now, I used to go to the Cash America Pawn Shop in my hometown of Tucker, Georgia. Shout out to good old Tucker, Georgia. So, yeah, I used to frequent that place quite a bit, and there was a lovely lady that worked behind the counter. And I remember one particular day, you know, I went in there to get some games, and they had, like, Halo, the Master Chief Collection. They had Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story. They had Naruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, and a handful of other games that I wanted to get. So I go to check out, and legit, the lady goes, looking at that Mario game, she's like, uh, that Mario guy looks kind of nice. Like, in a way, that clearly exposed that she knew nothing about Mario, nothing about video games in general. And then she goes to ask the ultimate pawn shop question. How much are you looking to buy these for? It was game time once she said that. Because when they ask you that, it's your time to shine. So I threw out a low ball number. Told her about $20, which really was a low ball offer. If you saw about all the shit I had, like 20 bucks was a steal. And an emphasis on steal. Uh, and she totally bit, you know, on the $20. Uh, so one of these, it's one of these scores you, you always remember, like, you know, when you find a great deal. Because it was just so good. It was so good. Now, maybe it was because of her lack of uh, knowledge of gaming, because if she saw the games I actually had and actually knew the, what, how much they were worth, yeah, $20, I would have ripped her the fuck off. Uh, and I think her bosses kind of figured that out, because anytime afterwards I would go to check out video games, she, they'd never let her do it. It'd be like these two guys, and they would like look up every single game I wanted to buy online, See the price, compare the price. They normally like still sell to me for cheaper than what was online, so I can't complain too much because I'm still I was still getting some good deals. But damn it, nothing like that lovely clueless lady behind the counter. But hey, that's pawn shop life for you. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and I think that's how a lot of these go when you shop at pawn shops, thrift stores, retro game stores. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose because you don't know what you're gonna see in there. So to wrap up this episode, this is a short one, you know, a, a goodie but a quickie today. So to wrap up this episode, go out, explore some retro game stores, some thrift stores, some pawn shops, and see what you find. I always tell people, I love collecting video games just because I love the medium. I love gaming in general. I grew up with it. It means so much to me. I want to preserve the rich history of gaming, so that's why, you know, I own a collection, not just for me, but for my kids to see, yo, this was something that was important to my dad, and this is a, an important medium in history. Video games are a huge, huge deal, and so, yes, I love video games, but while playing them, having them on a shelf is awesome, part of being a collector, part of why I love collecting is the thrill of the hunt going out there 
and trying to find these games. You know, digging through bins just to score for one game. Going to five or six thrift stores in a row. Striking out. Then hitting lucky number seven and finding some awesome shit. Game hunting is definitely exhilarating. No doubt about that. And that's, again, part of the, the appeal, part of the allure, and part of what keeps you going back day after day after day. It's the thrill of the hunt. It really is. And so that's part of why I love collecting. And that, that feeling you get when you was like, holy shit, I just got this great deal. It's a feeling you can't describe. So, guys, go out, check out these stores, use some of these tips I mentioned, and have fun collecting. You know, that's always the number one thing. So, guys, you know where to find me, as usual, BlinkyNintendo.Buzzsprout.com. That's our podcast website. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, at BlinkyNintendo. You already know, I love you guys. Y'all are the best. Okay? Stay tuned. Have a great day.